0: Hey, this is Ashlyn, former co-host of the top 10 recovery podcast The betrayed the addicted and the expert. I have had my challenges, but I am also living proof that joy is possible. Even when life does not go as planned. I'm excited to share with you real examples of living a life full of adventure, true healing and freedom, no matter how messy life gets. Each episode, I will introduce you to someone I love and respect, to talk about ways to be the Buffalo and to face your storms in different areas of life. Today, we are talking about using breathwork as a tool to heal trauma and pain. Mm -hmm. And I have expert guest Katie with me, and she is a certified breathwork facilitator, NLP practitioner, hypnotherapist, and trauma-informed coach. She specializes in helping you trans mute your pain into your greatest teacher. So you can live alive and connected to your passions. And I wanted to explain my experience this week in breath work. And yeah. I, I couldn't think of a better way than it just to have you on. Yes. So thank you. You could also explain, right? We can go a
1: little bit deeper. Yes. <laughs>
0: so first of all, tell us a little bit about you and how you came into this world.
1: Okay. So about 4 years ago i had a huge life transition i had been uh i was married for 14 years i had four kids i was i had like the life had everything that the world had told me that i needed to do to be happy and i was so disconnected from myself and really hurting on the inside even though everything looked perfect on the outside and i had this pull inside me like i knew I was supposed to leave my marriage and I was supposed to branch out. And this was so scary. And I, most people were like, Katie, you are crazy. What's wrong with you. You have this husband who's a good man. And he really was and is a good man. So it wasn't like there was betrayal or him doing things that were wrong. That made me feel like I needed to leave, but. I just knew in my core that we, because we got married very young, I was LDS, and in the culture, you get married very young, and yes, <laughs> to <me> someone, <laughs> yeah, to someone you don't even really know, and um I just felt like we had hit a point that our connection, like I couldn't give him what he needed, and he couldn't give it to me either.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then, you know, other things within our life. Uh, it, I just, I knew it, and so people were like losing their minds over it. Oh, and thinking I was crazy, but this pull for the first time in my life was so strong. It was like I am not living my life anymore for everybody else. I had yes. just hit my limit. I just was like, I don't care. Go ahead, I think I'm crazy, right? But yes. I can't do this anymore. Like I cannot pretend like everything is okay because I'm not okay on the inside. And so I jumped literally into this unknown world. And it was scary. And there was so much uncertainty. And I, I, I lost how I identified as a human. I felt like, because I was a stay-at-home mom. I was married. I was LDS in this process. I started to see things within the LDS faith that just did not align with me either. And I stepped away from the religion. So, and I was very, very much connected to it. I wasn't I, I really was living Mm -hmm. the vow, like everything LDS Mormon. So I, it was just like, everything just like imploded. And I remember feeling, I mean, so, so much fear and uncertainty, but then also very alone. And I I didn't have a lot of support because most people were like, well, you're crazy crazy and you're ruining your life. So okay. You know, we're done with you. And I, I mean, looking back, it it was also very scary for them. You know, they're just like, Oh, wait, you're supposed to fit You wait, No, this is you. You're supposed to fit in this, you know? So I had to, because I didn't have a lot of support, which I now look back on and I'm really grateful. I had to dig deep. Mm -hmm. And I was like, who am I? (laughs) Who am I even? And what do I want? And what makes me happy? Because for 34 years I was living my life for everybody else. Um, so this took me into, well, I think the first initial jump and step to leave my marriage and the religion was huge because it was this, it was Mm -hmm. like a body, like a full body. I know I'm supposed to do this, even though it makes no sense in my brain,
0: which for the listeners you're pointing to your what? heart and my gut. Yep. <laughs> That's where it made sense, but in <laughs> yes. your head it did not.
1: It didn't make sense and everyone else was telling me it didn't make sense, but here in my heart and my gut, it was like this is what I'm supposed to do. So this started me coming back to and trusting that part of me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so then as I'm like kind of floating <laughs> in the debris and chaos of everything changing in my whole world, I I started to con- like really listen and I felt a pull. I knew I wanted to help other people start to come home to themselves. Like that was just something that I knew I wanted to do as I moved forward and I was like, do I go back to school and get a bachelor's degree and become a therapist or should I go a more unconventional route and do coaching and um I felt that pull to go towards the coaching route and I had the most beautiful experience I got certified. And that's when I got the NLP, the hypnosis, um, EFT tapping, just all subconscious Mm -hmm. deep work, which was amazing. And I ended up meeting incredible women in this course that are still good friends and mentors. And, um, which then led me like, I can look back now. It's really beautiful because at the time I'm just, in the dark, like okay, I trust this. Yeah. This feels right again, and it's I'm not making perfect sense in my brain still, but I'm going to trust it. And I I look back and I can start to connect the dots. And they're so how each step was the right next step, even though I didn't know I needed it. And so, doing this coaching with these amazing women, I make connections. Who then uh, I found out about breath work. One of my dear friends from the the coaching training like Katie I'm doing breathwork training this week and I was like what is that? And I seriously had no clue I'd never done it, but it was here. It was like my heart and my gut were like do it, do it with her. And so I jumped in, did it and was blown away. It was like the perfect next step for bringing what I was hoping to help people to heal with with breathwork as a tool. Um and and then recently started same thing. I'm training with Gabor Maté. I'm a student and found his course, found his found out about him just randomly. And he, he's this brilliant doctor who's changing the game with trauma, jumped into his course. Um, and it's absolutely changing my world and helping me to show up as a better breath work coach essentially, because I'm just learning so much about the body and, and the disconnection that starts to happen, which makes sense mm-hmm. for a lot of us so that's kind of <laughs> I love it. how I got to where I'm at now.
0: Okay. Thank you for that. And I can't relate more <laughs> when you say I was living my life for everyone else. Mm-hmm. And that was a big turning point for me as well. And I'm living it for my parents, yeah. my children, my neighbors, yeah. my church, all these people, but who am I right. and what do I want in my life? And that's what really got me it continues to get me where I'm at, of living my life for me, and doesn't mean I don't have core values or sure. all these things. I think we think, oh no, now we don't have religion or someone guiding us or we're not married, so we don't have values. But it's I, for me, I feel like I know myself even more than I've ever. I known. could
1: not agree more. I feel more anchored in the truth of my being yeah. than I ever have in my whole life. I and pe- my friends and family who. See me, they're like, Katie, who, being who is that? (laughs) Um, they they're like, wow, what, what, who are you? (laughs) Right, like I went from a very validate me, tell me I'm enough, to like I am finding this from within me. And the thing is, it's not selfish for us each person to start to come back to their truth and start to live from what feels right. For them because when you are anchored in who you are and you're validating and living a life of your truth, it only benefits and blesses everyone. Yeah. So I know I'm, I'm a better mother, essentially, a, a friend, a dot, like it all expands out yeah. from me choosing to come home to myself and feeling I feel more spiritual than I've ever felt, connected to something so much bigger than me than even when I was a fully practicing Mormon. Yeah. I feel like my expansion is growing. So yes, I completely yes. agree.
0: And for those who are religious and mm-hmm. who may be Mormon or LDS, you can still be there. You can still be there and you can also still be here with us today. Yeah. Because there is, I mean, it your own answers are within you. Yes. And part of the process of expansion is figuring out what works for you and what doesn't. Exactly. So this is a safe place. For uh, both. Don't run away. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I
1: love that you bring that up because I I want people to know that, like, this is just my story. This is just what fits for me. And I love and respect whatever fits for you, but you, you get to find that out, right? Like you inside, you get to decide, oh, I align and the the practices and the beliefs in the LDS church are work for me. Awesome. Right.
0: Yeah. And, and that's the beauty of what you teach. So I go, um, I've gone to your breathwork class, uh, in Lehigh, Utah, And I didn't know what to expect from it. The first time I went, my friend, Becca just said, you have to come. It's, you know, we're just laying there in this collective energy and you're breathing really heavily in this pattern breathing. And she's guiding you and there's loud music and you kind of go on this journey and it's like a natural high. So I'm like, okay, (laughs) sure. Sign me up. Um, I'm very open to different modalities of healing, especially when it comes to trauma. And so, you know, I've done the talk therapy. I've done group work. I've done EMDR, ART, all these different things, plant-based journeys. Yeah. Here I am in this breath work class and having this great experience. So what the heck is breath work?
1: <laughs> yeah. So our breath is incredible <laughs> and we can use it when we breathe in specific patterns. And the one that I, the big one that you've come to that you've experienced is a holotropic three-part conscious breath. And so what happens is as we control our breath and breathe in this specific way, we start to connect into our bodies and our brains in a completely different way than we normally do. And so we can shut off our sympathetic nervous system, which is our fight, flight, or freeze so that we can start to finish the stress cycle. We've been carrying a lot of stress and emotions and trauma in our bodies since childhood, really like it can be stresses that are current that we're facing, but so much more it's mm-hmm. our past our past and we've been holding on to stuff and and this is why it's really powerful to do in addition to talk therapy mm-hmm. because it's it's helping you to tap drop into your body shutting off that sympathetic nervous system so those emotions can move through you and as you've witnessed they do oh, yeah. <laughs> they they start to open up and they start to move through you and um it's amazing because It's the breath is, is like an anchor holding you in a sense. Like it's most of us are carrying our pain and our traumas and we're, and we don't want to sit in them because it's too painful. And we've done a great job our whole lives running and numbing and doing anything possible to be anywhere, but here in our bodies with what's there. And so as you're breathing, it's, it's like working through you, it's moving through you, but it's also holding it so that you're not just sitting there going, Oh, you know, this is too much. It's like, it's, it's, act, it's, uh, active and m- there's, there's a movement to mm-hmm. it. If, if, if you could agree, I, that's yes. what I've experienced myself. Um, and, uh, so that's helping you to move what's inside of you, what you've been holding on a somatic level. And that's a huge key. Our mind body connection is huge. This, and so we can talk, talk, talk till we're blue in the face, but we're holding stuff in our bodies. And so this helps you to move that but it's also raising your, uh, conscious state to a theta brainwave state, which is helping you to tap into your subconscious mind. And that's where all our programs are.
0: Okay. So this is the part that Becca and I were talking after the class and she said, it's almost like time stands still when we're in that zone that you place us in with the breath where all of these thoughts are just coming and visions and, and, It's so much information in such a small amount of time that I couldn't do that consciously.
1: Right. And that's the beauty of the subconscious mind is it's so much more powerful and can take you into places. Time doesn't, yeah, is not a thing in your subconscious. So you really can start to experience and move and see a lot. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And so, you know, I'm having this experience this week with you and there's times and, when I'm thinking, okay, this is, I love somebody at the end said, I had to let go of my ego because you're asking us one, to, we're breathing loud and yeah. we're possibly next to a stranger. Yeah. And then you hear the stranger start crying. Right. And then I want to cry. Can I let go of that? Or do I feel stupid because right. I don't want to hear some, I don't want people to hear me crying right? and to step into that and just let yourself be. Yeah. is so beautiful. And it then is. you're asking us to scream, mm-hmm. and can we do that? Can and you're saying if you need to swear, swear. If you need to, whatever you need to do, and Shake just your body. yes. <laughs> and you came and you shook my body, and yeah. it felt so good. Um, and then we laughed. And so hearing that at the end, I'm like, that is it. And and if we go into it with one intention, which is how I went into it this it's week with stuff. a huge intention, um, and left my ego at the door. Like yeah. I don't care. I'm just going to show up as me and if the person next to me is bothered by how I'm showing up, I'm sorry, but I'm having, I'm here yeah, for my experience. For your
1: experience. Well, and think about it, that goes back to the, what we were talking about showing up and portraying ourselves. And especially in this s- social media world mm-hmm. where it's like, I will show you my best face and happy vacations and <laughs> everything's curated to be perfect, mm-hmm. right? And I'm going to show up and be how I'm supposed to be So that I'm accepted Mm -hmm. and I'm liked. But the amazing thing about these classes is, it becomes a sacred, special place when you you're laying there, like you said, and you're allowing yourself to just be. Mm -hmm. I am here with whatever is on my heart, and most times it's heavy. Yes. And there's a huge connection that can happen with vulnerability, with our pain. We all carry pain. We're all carrying that, and if if someone's open, is like. I'm struggling with this and this is heavy for me. How likely is the other person to go, oh, I'm struggling and this yeah. is heavy? It's like I don't have to pretend to be something that I'm not. I can just show up as I am. And the breath work really helps you to do that. For one, it it almost forces you, like the emotions will come up. Mm-hmm. And then the screaming and the the laughing, those are those are those are ways to move some of the energy that we've been holding on to for a long time. And when people do that, it is, there's a connection and beauty that really happens as a whole. And we don't mm-hmm. even know each other. Yes, you know, <laughs> I know
0: that's the beauty. It's that collective energy, it's that collective group. Like, yeah, We're all there for this intention, whatever mm-hmm. it is to heal. Yeah. And I forgot the most important part is you have these two loud speakers yes, playing music. beautiful music that yeah. is powerful. Mm-hmm. And for me, any time that I have or meditation music is powerful for me.
1: Same music is such a portal. It's like such a way to add in. Well, for one, there's the vibrations mm-hmm. of this like coming in and I curate the playlist in a way that it's, you know, it's on, we're breathing and we're working at the beginning. So the, the music is like building, building. us yes. up, building us up to our first big release. And then we're just like ah, letting it out. <laughs> and then you start to incorporate and come down into words, songs that have meaning yes. and can start to, cause we're hitting that theta brainwave state by. Uh, about, about 10 minutes. And that's when, when you're in theta, that's when you're in like a hypnotic state. So words that are being said are coming in and they're, they're affecting you different than if we were just sitting here talking right now.
0: And I love that. And I can tell that you're very curated in, in your playlist because when the words came in those songs, it's like, does everyone else feel what I'm feeling? Yeah. Because I, I'm pretty sure the song is for me. Yeah. And, and
1: a lot of people say that after which I love they're like, I feel like that playlist was for me. And as I'm creating it, I feel very like, I'll be like oh, I'm supposed to play this song. Like, it will just, I don't know. I think it's, it's, it it is it in its own way for each person mm-hmm. that comes
0: to the group. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I have to share a little bit of my experience yeah. because It's, it's hard to explain. It's maybe like sharing a dream and you're like, makes sense. Right. And everyone around you is going, okay. Doesn't make any sense. Good job. (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to try. Okay. But, um, so I went into this class with the experience. So the whole last month, here's a little background. When I turned 42 on April 7th, I started my period, my menstrual cycle that Mm -hmm. day. And it was the most extreme version that I've ever had in Mm -hmm. my life. And it was a disaster day. Like Mm. every tool that I had, I tried to keep coming back to myself Mm -hmm. and resetting and like, hey, it's okay. Mm -hmm. What's going on? You know, I just couldn't shake it. And I was, it was at the point where one, I screamed at my kids and my boyfriend, like, everyone just leave me alone. (laughs) And then it got to the point where we were meeting up with my friend Becca and I said, I I don't know if you want to come. I don't even want to be with me. Like, it was just like, you're still invited, but also, I can't get out of my own head. Mm-hmm. So maybe don't come. But she came and she <laughs> yeah. was like, "Yep." Yeah. That was That's a, lot. a good friend. She was like, "I see you." <laughs> I'm like, "I'm trying to protect everyone." Run. <laughs> I know. Um, but it just it felt I felt outside of myself. And mm-hmm. so I took in like, "Okay, what caused all of this?" And yeah. I've spent the last month really trying to figure out what what could it be? And you know, 3 months prior I had COVID. Okay, mm-hmm. so that plays a role. Three, mm-hmm. you know, our, our traumas are stored and come out 3 months later within okay. our period. yeah And so okay, there's a piece So then I start taking a supplement. I had my friend Monica from Mar- maria um a period supplement, cycle supplement. I started taking her supplement every day and was like I've got to stay regulated. Yeah. I I'm, I'm old enough that I should know better, right? And yeah. I have all these tools. Mm-hmm. Um and then I went into therapy um uh with a the v- very intentional I need to let go of whatever traumas are stuck in this part of my body, Mm -hmm. the chakra, and say, I've done all this work to let go. Why is it still there?
1: Yeah.
0: Right. I I must have to do a different modality because it's not coming out. Right. And so I went to the breathwork class with that intention. Whatever is stuck here in is it my sacral? Yeah. Um, The
1: root sacral area. Yeah.
0: Like whatever is here, which if you know my story, you know I have a lot of sexual trauma. Mm It makes sense. Yeah. Right. Why it's still there. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted it gone. Like, I'm just tired of of Mm -hmm. this and I'm living a new life and I'm happy I've forgiven. I've moved on. And so in this, um, class, um, I noticed as we were going through the body, like my, my legs, my feet and my legs felt heavy and Mm. strong. Like I was rooted. I know I'm okay. I got me, but right here where I feel that wobbly and it was light and almost c- coming out of my body. Um, that was happening here in my pelvic area. And then in my heart and throat, I was, I was felt like I was being hugged. Like mm-hmm. I got me, I yes. got me. And I know this is, you know, I'm, I have me, I have tools. I have right. all this love for myself, but then in my head, it's light and again. So these two spots where I'm like, okay, when I'm on my period, I get stuck in my head mm-hmm. and I can't get out of it. Yeah. And then I have this stored trauma. And that's when you came up to me and you asked for permission before the class if we can be, if you can touch us. And you came and you shook your hips. My hips. Yeah. And I just bawled as I'm breathing because it was, it really was this release of okay, here it goes. Right. It was light and airy and that. you shook it out mm-hmm. and just moved it right out of me. And I'm screaming, I'm feeling so. Good. And telling um, the spike narrative is what gets stuck in my head. And it's Mm. that broken record, right? Telling me lies or old things. And it was just like, I'm so tired of listening and believing your lies. I'm done reacting to your lies. I know me and I know what my truth feels like. This Mm, is what it feels like. Mm -hmm. And I know it. And so for me to, and I've done this in the last month a lot, like when I'm not sure what I'm feeling, I lay down flat on my back in the quiet and i just put my hand on my stomach and on my heart and i just think okay where are my thoughts coming from are they in my head oh, are they in my gut beautiful practice yeah and most of the time they're in my head yeah and it's like oh my gosh okay let go that was the easiest thing yeah. because i know my knowing yes
1: because you've I, done a lot of work to be able to be comfortable right here yes, right yeah yes
0: and to find that again after betrayal is tricky Huge, because yeah. you feel like it is broken and what yeah. i found is it's never broken it's never we are tricked into believing that it's mm-hmm. broken, manipulated. Right. And so, um, I saw every version of me, oh. um, young me's in marriage, young me in childhood, all of it. Um, I keep little pictures of myself yeah. all over to remind myself, like I'm in here. I do Sometimes same. I'm yes. trying to protect myself, yep. but I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And then the older me's coming in like, oh my gosh, I got you. And mm-hmm. one of beautiful. the most beautiful things for me in that whole experience was that I saw the traumas of my past yeah, that affected this, but I didn't see the people Mm -hmm. because I've already done that work. Right.
1: This is my stuff.
0: Oh yeah. And that made me feel just even higher vibration of like, I truly am doing this work for me. Yes. And the healing continues for me. It doesn't, I don't care about them. Right. Like I've moved on I have forgiven. Yes. You're
1: taking your power back. essentially Because that power is in you.
0: It is you. You're coming in. Yeah.
1: That's amazing.
0: Yeah. So it was just, it was beautiful. And then I ended with seeing every person who's impacted my life. People that will never know, you know, Mm. Brene Brown and Oprah, like they're (laughs) never going to know. They don't care. But the people who, even the people who've written me mean messages on Instagram and maybe I clap back because it's you know it triggered yeah, me and yeah. i wasn't in a good place sure. i'm like you know what i'm still grateful for them cuz it taught me to slow the crap down and yeah, breathe before and you react to someone mm-hmm. and their stuff that's coming out Right. And, it's always a projection oh yeah <laughs> and i know that and <laughs> sometimes i'm like it's easier than-
1: oh totally
0: <laughs> um so it for me it was just such a beautiful healing night yeah. and the next day i started my period and no i was way. like okay And I woke up feeling the best I've ever felt. (laughs) Like, I feel so good. I swear this thing healed me. I don't know what's happening, but I'm just going to take it all in. Yeah. And I feel so good. And I do believe, and maybe this is too wooey for people, but I believe that when we are on our menstrual cycle, our feelings are exaggerated. They're, they're bigger, but I also believe they're still there. Like, I still have them when I'm not on my menstrual cycle,
1: right? It's just more like they're being brought there. It's not as easy to hide
0: them away. It's like, it's coming out of me in all these different ways. And so I need to deal with it in some ways, whether it's journaling, moving through it, Mm -hmm. going to therapy, going, doing whatever, some of, a lot of it's not true, but it's still my feelings that I need to process. So for me to be able to have such a great. Menstrual cycle this time for me shows that there was some stuff trapped in there that was coming out with every cycle.
1: Yeah, and that makes sense. And then like your forty second birthday, it's like a big deal. You start your period and then all all of that disaster. Yeah, and the best
0: part yesterday was my boyfriend's birthday, and that's when I started my period. Or like, oh no, it's like I'm really sorry. Like I feel we know what this looks like. Yeah, but I feel so great. Like I'm good this time. Yeah, so (laughs) that's incredible. It I feels mean, like a gift, but I was yeah. the one thing for me is I went in with intention.
1: Intention is huge. It is. It's huge. And I mean, I think there's people who come in who have no clue. They've not done the level of work that you've done and they still they're still going to tap into themselves on a level that makes them start to move this energy, this pain that's stagnant mm-hmm. and, and it really does. It it finds places, you know, for women it is, it's I, so much of it is stored in our hips and in our uterus. And so many women have experienced sexual trauma. I mean, even the term for our body parts back when they were creating them, like way, way back, like long ago, it was, they, they said, because they were hidden away, mm-hmm. it, they, they created a name that was shameful. So, even just the terminology and women and everything is around our sexuality, there's shame. Oh, yeah. You know, and I mean, then add on to it everything else that a lot of women experience. So, yeah, it's a powerful way to move, move what's there. I'm so happy for you that you were able
0: to find that release because you deserve it, you know? (laughs) Exactly. I think we all do. And and that's why I want you here. And I also want you at my retreat so that the women, who are coming to utah to do this retreat can experience a taste right yes. and and that's the hard part with this retreat i'm like i want everyone to have everything i've ever done you
1: need to bring everybody in it's gonna <laughs> and, be
0: two weeks long <laughs> and you're gonna be so tired <laughs>
1: yeah you're gonna need a month off when you go home to like incorporate all the work <laughs> yes but
0: it's like no these are all the the best parts of the work that yeah. i've done and it's not a beginner's retreat so we're yeah. not like right and I have heard a lot of people say like, I'm afraid to come to the retreat because what if it digs up old wounds? Like, I feel like I'm doing so good. Mm. And I'm like, like, yeah, that's the sweet spot though, honey. Yeah. Right? It's
1: like, until we, cause you mentioning like, gosh, I've done this. A lot of times we, we start to beat ourselves up because totally. we're like, we, I know better. I've been here. I've done this, but we have to start to recognize that a lot of it is so much deeper than we even realize in our bodies and our subconscious. And it's, healing is not linear. Yeah. It's not like, well, I started here and I'm four years out. So <laughs> I should be here. It's like, so I'm healed. <laughs> I'm healed. I'm perfectly fine. Like this last Christmas, I was my hardest Christmas. And some people were like, yeah. is, did you just get divorced? I'm like, no. no, it's been four years, but for whatever reason, I was so, it was the grief, something mm. was coming up for me and it was heavy. And you know, that's okay. I, I worked through, it. I allowed myself to be in my pain and in the, in the grief of my family being over, you know, mm-hmm. even though so much good has come from it and it's not all bad, but it's still a cycle Yes. and learning how to flow and work through that and have the tools, like you're saying, when they come up and then some days you just feel <laughs> like crap. Oh, sorry. And you just lay in bed, yep. you know, cause you're like, I can't. Yeah. And that's okay too. <laughs> you know,
0: it's all there. It's all puzzle pieces. Yeah. And what works for me may, may not work exactly. for you or the next person, but I think part of the beauty of healing, uh, is that we're open. Yes. And we're willing to listen to Katie talk about breath work and how it yeah. can heal and say, you know what? I want to try that.
1: Yeah. Why not? You know, at least once let's give try, it a try it. Yeah. When I think the thing about healing. Whatever modality that you're using, it should be the goal should be to bring you back to your true essence. because we are born completely connected to that. as a child, as a baby, you know your worth. You ask for what you want. You're not afraid of that. And what happens is our, our environment is, the, is not able to mirror that back to us. Our parents, although most of the time, good intention, loving of us, have their own trauma and pain. Mm. So they're not able to show up in a way that's like, I see you. I have the full presence. I can, I can sit with you and your emotions in a way that doesn't make you start to cut off from them. Um, and then unfortunately lots of other big traumas that children experience in, in our world. Um, and so we start to disconnect from ourselves. Mm-hmm. We start to have this pain. And as a little kid, we're so in the now that we don't understand, like, oh, you know what? my mom and dad are doing the best they can. They're kind of like, mm, you know, they could do a little bit better in this area, but they still love me. So it's fine. It's like, no, what we do is we make ourselves wrong. Mm-hmm. Cause we have to, we have to attach, we have to, to survive. We have to attach to our caretakers, our, our parents. And, and so then we have this pain and we think it's going to last forever. Cause we're so in the moment, little kids are just here, right? They're not, they're not thinking about the future or the past. And so our brains, we like tuck that away, that trauma, whatever. We disconnect from ourselves with, and we store it. Mm-hmm. And then we do everything in our power to not be here in our bodies because it's too painful. And so addiction comes in all shapes and sizes. It's like when people say addiction, um, they're like, oh, well, drugs and alcohol. And it's like, no, you yeah. you can be addicted to being super, super busy. The most um, important doctor, anything to not be with yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so until numb and run, exactly to numb and run. And, and that's essentially what happened to me. I, I was so not with myself and I was so disconnected from myself that I was unhappy. And I'm, and then I'm listening to everybody else to tell me what to do with my life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. But who knows what to do with my life? Me. Who knows what to do with your life, you, and how do we get back to there? We have to come back to our bodies because our intellect is good, but it's insufficient on its own because it's just full of so much programming. And a lot of it is disempowered, not on purpose, but just, you know, the the culture, the society, our parents like pass down things that have just been generational that don't even apply to us anymore. But in, you know, if we're only in our head and we're living from this space, then that's how we're making decisions from here. So we have to come back to our bodies because you have a gut and a heart and they have wisdom and they'll, they'll pull you. And that's what I started to witness in myself was like, Oh, I'm being pulled. Yeah, You know, like, I know that this is right. And it doesn't really make sense, but I know that I need to listen to this. And in order to do that, we have to sit and move through that pain that we would, where we, we were doing anything to not be with. So healing is about coming back to yourself so that you can live a life that's so aligned to you. And you'll know, like, I, and I think that's probably why we're feeling so confidently led. Like, like I'm, I, I, my life is by no means perfect on the outside, right? Like I'm single, (laughs) I'm starting my new career path. Like there's a lot of like externally people be like, oh, that's, that's hard, Katie. But I'm like, I am so happy. It's the weirdest thing. I'm <gasps> yes! the happiest I've ever been, but Same. I'm like on paper. It, yeah. On paper. And they'd be like, aren't, you're <laughs> the saddest. Yeah. You should be miserable. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm so happy, but yeah. it's because I'm finally here in my body and I'm trusting and it's starting to feel magical in a way. Like yeah. it sounds cheesy, but it is because I just feel like there's something bigger than us mm-hmm. pulling us. And when you start to listen you start to follow this course and, or a path that's just, it does feel magical. It feels beautiful. Cause I, like I said, I'm looking back, connecting dots going, I had no clue that that's what I needed. And it's perfect, Yes, you know? And it's, so it almost makes life more exciting. It's really easy to stay in the comfort zone. Right. And just like I'm saying the familiar. And a lot of times when we have to be open and free to go, Oh, what's, like, I'm going to move out of the comfort zone. And that's kind of what breath work is like, Mm -hmm. because it's uncomfortable. You're working, you're like having to sit in some of that pain, but then what do you get on the other side is this freedom. Yeah. You've, you've moved stuff out of you and you're more connected into you. So you can go, Oh, like I, and, and you, you actually create new neural pathways in your brain with this type of breathing. So you can, you, you're not just doing work on your body, but your, your brain to get out of those programs that aren't serving you anymore and Mm -hmm. start to live more aligned to what does serve you.
0: I love all of this. Yeah. I could talk forever (laughs) about it. Can you tell? I'm I'm, I'm passionate about it "Uh uh (laughs) (laughs) because I do. I'm a big believer that because I did have a career before this, and it was with my college degree of interior design. Yeah. And I had success there, but I was doing exactly what you said. Yeah. I was doing what was on paper, all the things. Yeah. I was a marks. Pinterest mom. I did all the cute parties. <laughs> me too. I, <laughs> yeah. And for some, that is their truth. And that's for okay. That's yeah. not my same, truth. Same. <laughs> I'm all pin the tail on the donkey. Go. <laughs> um, <laughs> I started to step away from that and start to say no. Like that mm-hmm. is not who I am, mm-hmm. and who I am is we're having a dance party for your birthday party. Love it! How fun! Literally, we're making a playlist, and that's all we're doing. Yeah, and they had so Probably much fun. Probably their best parties ever. Yes, right? and it was like, why am I stressing and making right. it look cute for kids that don't care? Yeah. Um. So that was my first kind of step into this. Is not who I am. Yeah. Um. I found a lot of success in the, the career I had before because I was avoiding my life. Yeah. So you, were so just I like was numbing and running into it fully. Into success. Yes. <laughs> yes, totally. Yeah. And so it's funny when I see it in the people I get to work with, I'm like, I know you, yeah, I see you I because I you. was you. Yeah. Totally. And so, although it's, it's serving you, it's maybe not drugs or alcohol or sex addiction, right? It's still not serving it's you It's still
1: not. Cause it's, it's keeping you from yourself. Yes. Right.
0: Yeah. And so for me to, to do what I do now, which is not at all what I had planned to yes. do, it's, it's what my life has kind of led me into, yes. but it's my purpose. yes, And I've definitely felt drawn and called to it. Right. And I get fiery when yes. I find all these different pieces yes. and I'm like, yes, yes everyone, so everyone have a piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. And it feels different yes. to be in my knowing and to live it. Then when I was living, what yes. I thought was great, yeah. it just wasn't me. I just got chills
1: when you said that, because I totally know that <laughs> you feeling, get it. I get it. And I think that's probably why we can sit here and just be like, okay, like, <laughs> yes, I have days where I'm super pissy and like, not, Yes, it's not like it's rainbow and sunshine 24 seven, but my baseline is changing, yeah. right? Like my ability to just be in this space where I can be present and happy and just like, oh, this is beautiful. Life is actually really, really beautiful with, because we're connecting in we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're sitting and being pulled in ways that make us feel alive for us. Not yes. because we've been told here, do this. Yes. You'll, you'll be happy <laughs> if you do this.
0: Okay. <laughs> so I have to share one little thing from the, the class that you had on Monday night this week. Um, a gal that I just met was there and she was pretty unsure to go to your class because mm-hmm. she didn't know what She's to like, expect. What is this? <laughs> what is this weird thing you're telling <laughs> me about? But she went and, um, I heard feedback from, um, a mutual friend who said, she said it was life-changing yeah. and, and she agrees like that needs to be at the retreat because I was like, is it some, is it too much? Is it yeah. going to be too much for people? Will it break them open, and then they're like, "Why did I come?" Right. But I think it, for me, it's only broke me open into the most beautiful space. Yes. And there's there's healing in it, and there's freedom in it, and knowing in it. And there's what's bad about that.
1: Right. Well, the truth is oftentimes painful,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right? And that's why we don't want to be there but the truth will set you free.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, and but it's
0: going to hurt first. It, it, yeah.
1: It, it, and, but here's the amazing thing is we can go back in and relationally hold ourselves. Like we were not as children,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we can start to cope. Like what you're saying to coming in and it's like, I got me
0: mm-hmm.
1: this. Okay. Like we can start to do that. And then everything in your world changes because you have your back all of a sudden and you're not carrying around these beliefs that aren't even true. You're not carrying this pain in your body that doesn't need to stay stagnant yeah. there, making you sick and making you unhappy in so many ways. So, so yes, it can feel like I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Okay, you don't want to see it. But then, what are you going to do the rest of your life?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's it's going to be that game of I will be anywhere but, but with my truth and my pain that's in here, which means you will be listening and doing things that aren't necessarily like for your best interest. But right. when you, when you see that, Oh, I can come in and this pain that I've been holding on to for so many years, I can sit with it. And you know, emotions are just energy emotion. They're mm-hmm. not supposed to stay here. So when we start to sit with them through breath work and other ways of healing, it starts to move them out of you. Mm-hmm. And so what's, what's left, like you said, it's like this beautiful openness and space to be like, Oh. This is what it feels like to feel like okay yes. and in my truth. And yeah, it just starts to ripple effect out.
0: Yes. And I want that for everyone. Yeah. Uh, one thing that one of my group leaders says a lot to her girls, which I think is beautiful, is just come back to your breath. And I hear yes. you saying the same thing. So, uh, for instance, um, a lot of the women I work with, well, all of the women I get to work with have experience sexual trauma yeah and whether it's betrayal in that form or whatever Mm um they get in their head it's hard not to get in your head and to believe that you're not enough that you're never going to be enough yeah um you're a prude you're all these things and you've caused all the problems and it's your fault and to come back to your breath and in those moments okay like i'm okay yeah and i don't have to believe what's in my head right and others actions are their own. Yeah. Exactly. And I can control my own. Yeah. I can heal my own and I can find freedom in that, whether I'm with a partner with, without a partner, um, that my healing is my own. And, yeah, uh, one of the girls in my group posted today, healing is, is not a one-time, you no. know, visit to breathwork class or to right. therapy. It's a, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. And I, I really that. liked that because I thought that's, it's not that I have to go to therapy for the rest of my life, but I choose to go here and there totally. because I do find value in mm-hmm. it. I don't have to do breath work for the rest of my life, but I choose to do things like this because it feels good it feels really
1: good, and yeah. I feel
0: the heal, and I love it.
1: Yeah. And I think like you were saying, in terms of when you start to feel something in our body, that's uncomfortable or like you're in thoughts that are negative, like, oh, this it's, I'm not enough. Obviously this happens to me because. I'm, you know, whatever the mm-hmm. negative narrative is, when you can start disconnect from mm-hmm. the narrative and come to your body, I love how you say you do that. You place your hand on your heart and your, and your belly. And you're like, oh, okay, what is this? And a great way to start to come out of the narrative is to connect to that breath, come into the body and just even start to notice what sensations you're yeah. experiencing, because oftentimes we're so disconnected from our body because it's too painful to be there, right? Mm-hmm. We're We're in, and I'm not listening to you. Yeah, yeah. So just start to listen. What is it? Oh, I have like a tightness in my chest mm-hmm. and my heart's racing a little bit. My throat's dry. Like just starting to pay attention and then just breathe so that you get, come out of this, yes. you know, come out of the, the stories that are- They're
0: ruling our life. Exactly. And they're
1: <laughs> not true, Yes, but it's really hard when you get stuck in the cycle, the loop, the loop. Yeah. So just some practices pruminate. of, yeah.
0: So, um, yes, I, I hope that those listening are like, okay, this makes sense to me because I'm hearing and feeling these things. When I feel yesterday in therapy, uh, he always has me check in with my body. Where am I feeling it after yes. I've told him something? And it's usually in my heart because that's where my grief is. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times it can be in my throat and yesterday it was in my throat. And what I was working on was the ability for me to ask questions to mm. the people around me without feeling like i'm being critical or controlling mm. and so it's you had right? yes mm-hmm. and it's so funny to me that of course i feel it in my throat i'm not speaking right because i'm afraid because you're afraid yeah and the stories in my head tell me you're critical and controlling mm-hmm. and here i am in my body going no i'm not mm-hmm. i'm right. asking a clarifying question and and that is clear as kind right. i'm trying to show up as the kindest part of me, and I'm giving them the chance to show up as the kindest part of them.
1: Yeah. And authentically, it's yes. right. And not like, well, I need to say and do and not express yeah. this. We have to start to find that to be like authentic. Yeah. You might, I, for me, is like people pleaser. I'm going to make everybody yes. happy. Everybody's <laughs> going to love me and everyone's going to be happy. Right. Because <laughs> we can control that. Yes. <laughs> and so then you start to curate who you are to mm-hmm. fit in. And so, yeah, like it does, it takes. Some work to start to find that voice and, and see the beliefs that are tied to why you weren't able to speak your truth. Yeah. You know?
0: It's pretty crazy. I love all this. Where can people find you?
1: Um, right now uh on Instagram, hello Katie Marie is a great place to find me. I'm working on getting my website up and going. Um, but yeah, if people want to reach out, I they can DM me. I post about my classes there. Uh, so
0: people know where to, so find your me. classes are the first and third Monday evening.
1: They are in Lehigh. I'm at okay. the loft studio here in Utah County on the first and third Monday. And then I'm out of a studio in Salt Lake city, um, called tune in mindfulness, which is really beautiful on the second Monday. And then I kind of float, like I'll go down to St. George. I go up to Logan. I'm from Logan. So I'll teach classes up there. I do one-on-ones. I do
0: private group sessions okay. and. Yeah. So very cool. Yeah. So if you're coming to the retreat, come to the retreat, it's going to be amazing. You'll get to meet miss Katie (laughs) live.
1: Yes. Yes. It'll be amazing. I promise you'll love it. I'm
0: excited and I appreciate you coming and sharing this. Thank you so much for
1: having me on. It's been so fun. All right. Thank you.
0: thanks for being here with me today. Whether I was with you doing your dishes while you got ready or driving in your car. If you found a nugget in this episode, please take 30 seconds. You can click on the link below in the show notes and leave me a quick review over on iTunes, or you can share on social media or shoot me an email. It offers me your support without you having to spend a dime or much of your time. Until next time, be the Buffalo.